bag, mother humpers. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tromedy Podcast. Ken Allen, old Uncle Ken, saying howdy doody. How you been feeling out there? Hope everybody's staying dry. It's a little bit moist on this uh, part of the world, which is a welcomed rain because uh, the wildfires that are burning north and south of us are finally going to be quenched. So uh, another incredibly tragic year for people and um, another heroic effort by all firefighters and civilians that tried to save life and property. It's a terrible thing that we have to have these tragedies to see heroism uh, blossom, but it's just the way it goes, and it's a, it's a sad state of affairs, and it um, looks like they're still, well, without just brushing over all the, uh, the, the maladies, but still many people missing. Um, most likely the outcome is going to be tragic. And um, all you can really say is, uh, God, what a hard what a hard world. We're in a bad, bad world sometimes. I think uh, Roosevelt said, "Nature is brutish, cold, and short-lived," or something to that effect. I know I'm butchering it, but it really is. If it weren't for Sometimes the uh, mankind's ability to step in, intervene, and make things better. Uh, life would be a cruel world. But it's just that cruel world and the, and the atrocities and the unfair way things will turn out if left ungoverned that gives man the impetus to step in and do something about it. And uh, to me, that's truly what we're here to do. So for all of you out there that have lost loved ones, I'm, I'm so sorry my heart goes out to you. Uh, I, I, I wish you the best, and this is, uh, this is a hard time for you, and, I, and I'm so sorry. For those of you that were able to make a difference, thank God. Thank you for doing the Lord's work or Mother Nature's work and stepping in and doing what you can with what you have where you are. Um, your, your stories don't go unnoticed and your heroism is not in vain. So thank you, everybody who's still out there probably, well, demobilizing those campaign fires. Hopefully you get home safely and you see the ones that you love and you're appreciated for what you do uh, but as I said it's 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 raining now finally and it's it's nice to see an end to wildland season hopefully so um, just a quick podcast to go about uh, scheduling what's going to happen for the rest of the year and then potentially what is uh, on the on the horizon for the upcoming year 2019. Um, it's been a great year. I have been doing pretty good with the podcasts. I definitely need to set this up if I want it to be monetized. I got to give you guys a little bit more than once or twice a month. I, I recognize that. And I need to come in and fulfill my half of the bargain. Now, that being said, I really worked my butt off on that Halloween podcast. So I, I hope you appreciate it. And I, and I feel like if I'm going to be only giving you a sparse number of podcasts a month, uh, they need to be of that kind of quality. 
So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Please go back and listen to all the Halloween podcasts. They're, they're among my favorite things to do because it allows me to do some writing. It allows me to do some interesting sound effects and foleying, which is putting in sound effects and things after the story's been told. Mix in some of my favorite music. Uh, get a chance to be creative. And, and really just um, try and put out with what is the best that I can offer you. So this, this year was pretty fun. And there are always these stories that are knocking around in my brain until the end of the year. And, and then I think, oh, that'd be a good podcast. Now, there's still a couple of stories, when there always are, that I really want to bring to you next year. And I've been also toying with the idea of doing some of those narrative story podcasts throughout the year. Um, not just built on the idea of, you know, horror stories for Halloween, but, you know, heartwarming stories for, you know, let's say Valentine's Day or uh, stories that involve military and things for maybe Veterans Day or something like that. I think that would be uh, key for me to do something that allows me to give you, give you more than just the regular stuff. One second, one second. Sorry, I had to take that call. Uh, business is uh, booming. Actually, I'm, I'm scheduling a little tea time for a buddy of mine, the lawn, my, probably my best buddy, uh, known since kindergarten. And we have been through some trials and tribulations together. And isn't it great to still have a friend that you can say you met him in Tiny Tots? And, uh, and you, don't, you, you get a chance to catch up and stuff. So he, uh, he and I are going to do a, a round of golf, which I've never done in my life. Never played a round of golf. I'm 40 years old, and I have to borrow my father's uh, golf clubs. Actually, I won't be able to do that because he's left. I'm going to have to play with my brothers or something. But isn't that also great that I can borrow from family and loved ones and they give me whatever I ask for? Fantastic. I'm a lucky, lucky guy to have friends and family like that. So, um, but back to the podcast. Yeah, I need to get uh, something more interesting out there, which leads me to this. I really want to bring you what you like. Uh, a part of this is trying to monetize it. And if I can't give you what you want, why would you want to subscribe? Uh, dare I say pay for it on something like Patreon or something. So I would love to hear from you. Uh, please direct it towards um, the, pod, the Facebook page. And or you can always email me at UNI... T-E-T at Hotmail.com. Unitet at Hotmail.com. It's tried and true, baby. That's Unitet Studios at Hotmail.com. And just write possible 2019 ideas. Possible 2019 ideas. Um, So we can get some people out there that you really want to hear from. We have been doing, and by we, I mean the royal we, um, have been working predominantly last year doing those uh, interest pieces about Lyme disease, uh, about heroin, where I really go in depth on things and kind of build it like a, uh, like a hardcore history type episode, where it's more factual based. It's more uh, diving into the history of things and making basically a lecture on something that's interesting to you and for sure to me. So when I don't have guests on, I want to bring you something that, um, you know, uh, increases uh, your knowledge on something. 
just to keep, you know, hopefully I, I'll be able to do this so that you could listen to these and get continuing education for your jobs as medics and nurses and doctors and EMTs so that you're learning as you're laughing, you know. And if you're interested in those, send me some ideas that you'd like to hear about in the future. It could be anything that, um, anything that strikes your fancy. Like, I love doing stuff about drugs because it's still a fascinating thing. Uh, it could be on fad diets. It could be on, um, you know, cancer prevention type activities and um, diets and so forth. Or whatever else strikes your fancy. Something that blows your hair back. Let me know. I'll do, I'll do a podcast on it. Uh, I got a loyal few of you out there. So whatever you'd be, you'd be down to hear about, I would be down to talk about. So I would really like to get some more people back. I was thinking of Sundance, Scardino. That was a great episode if you haven't listened to that. Uh, the second halves of my, of my bro's story. Um, back after he got out of the Rangers. Um, some of his work that he did overseas. All that he can talk about that's not classified um also bring uh guys back like um scott Sorensen, see how his company's doing some of the other organizations that have been started when we started with the podcast uh there's a ptsd group for san jose fire police officers i'd love to see how he's doing and anybody else that you can think of now i still haven't gotten my father on who i gotta tell you it's not just that I'm interviewing these people that, you know, are easy to get as, as, uh, in view, as interviewees. In fact, he's pretty damn hard to nail down. But I did do my mother, and I think that's a hell of a good episode. I mean, she does have a story that is intriguing. And, and I, I love to just finally get that out to the public. Let me tell you about my dad. Rich Allen was a firefighter, and he was the first firefighter paramedic in San Francisco history. He didn't work as a, as a medic uh, for the fire department. This was before they even had him in the fire department. But he did work in the public, uh, health, uh, Department of Public Health in San Francisco as a part-time job. I've also heard from guys like, um, who's it, Don, uh, not Don O'Connor, uh, Dan Who's the, who's the big guy, San Francisco, um, the, the head of the union? Tom O'Connor. And he said, don't tell anybody. Don't tell him I said this, but I've heard your father's the most decorated fire, fireman in San Francisco history. Uh, he's got a hell of a story. And, uh, and, he's, and he's, a, he's, a, he's a dapper young man. He's a dapper young man to boot. So... He's done some work in movies. Um, he's, he's had some interesting stories along the way, and certainly work in Rescue Squad 2 and Rescue 1. Uh, there's so much to just start grabbing from him. And it really brings down this point that we're going to lose the veteran people in this profession. We're going to lose the heroes that work the job every day for 30 to 35 years unless we get these stories told and i'll tell you it's so hard it's one thing to be sitting around the the table and have these guys start telling tales because now it's a it's a bull session and everybody's having fun and it doesn't feel like they're bragging they're telling us a story where in the end you're laughing your ass off but you also get a little kernel of wisdom 
I really know how important it is for the new people coming out to hear these stories, to learn what the, the ilk of the fire department is, and to hopefully strive to be that great. There's plenty of people in this department and in every single profession that really aren't that great. They're not the people that you want to hear from, and too often do they influence the new people to become basically humdrum, to, to kind of treat this as a regular job when it's not. It is a life-saving career, and the more you can think outside the box, the more that you're dedicated and the more that you get the stories out about how these people strived and accomplished heroism, the more it inspires us to do the same. And it's another thing to get guys and girls to sit down and tell you their stories of heroism because then it definitely feels like bragging to them. And they're really shy, but I'm sure if you listen to those, like listen to John Smith's interview where he was the medic that found that hijacked bus full of kids and went in and saved what was it 40 or 50 kids as he's running serpentining back and forth trying to get to a place where his radio works and call in the world calling in military and calling in fire and police he listened to the interview that I did with him and he went, I, 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 can't, I can't put that out. It just sounds like I'm talking myself up too much. I just, I wouldn't feel good about it. And it took several minutes of convincing to tell him that it needs to be told. And if you don't like it, well, everybody else does. So stop being so damn selfish, John. All right. So that, it, that took that much, you know, that much pushing and pulling on my part to get a chief to finally say, I did this. But like I said, if we don't get these stories out, then we lose them to history. So anytime that I can find somebody who has a story to tell, I'm going to push them to tell it so that we get some of these stories uh, in perpetuity. We need to have them. We have to have this stuff out there. So if you know somebody that would be of interest to us, please send it to unitet at hotmail.com. It would be awesome. I, I will do my best to get them on and, um, and do right by them. Um, because that's what it's all about. It's just this whole thing has been a way for me to contact people that I think are great. And I want to hang out with them, number one. And two, I want you all to know how great they are. It's a win-win for everybody, and that's what I'm trying to get uh, accomplished here. And I think the more we do that, the more this thing's going to gain popularity, and it's going to give you some knowledge about what it really is to do this job and what we can become. And I think the more that you surround yourself with greatness and you talk to people that are great and you make it an everyday practice, the more you become great too, period. It's, it's just the way it works. You know, greatness creates other greatness, just like uh, it, it can go the other way too. So don't go the other way. Go towards the great. Go towards the challenge. Uh, and, and with that in mind, you know, um, please pass it on to people that you know and you love about how, what this podcast is all about and what you can get from it. And let me know what else you would like to get from it. Because we are losing these veterans, and we need to make sure that we get the season stories out to the populace. 
Wanted to quickly talk about Prop 11 that I spoke with Adam Gerwitt about. Um, that, uh, that proposition did go through after all, and it means now that the medics are not going to get um, those guaranteed hour-long lunch breaks. It's just another one of those terrible marketing ploys that the uh, ambulance company pulled off. I watched some of those interviews and some of the commercials, and they made it sound like, well, they're getting paid lunches because they're on the clock when that happens. Well, not if you're working through your lunch break. And that was the point that everyone was trying to make. You're not doing anyone a favor if you're starving your workforce. You're making them work when they're tired and hungry. And then telling everybody, yeah, this is the way it works. This is how it goes. I'll tell you what it does. And I've been thinking about this. And it's a tragic thing. And I don't want this to sound like sour grapes. But this is, this is the way I see private ambulance service at this point. <clears throat> There's always going to be a window, an opportunity to start at the lowest stepping stone. And that will always be private ambulance companies. You don't get paid well. As we see, they've just made, uh, they've just guaranteed that they don't have to pay for these employees to have a lunch. They don't have to pay them if they make them work through their lunch. And those new medics, though, will have to cut their teeth in that kind of profession. And they're going to put up with it and put up with it until they can't any longer and they don't want to. And at that point, they will have enough time under their belts to move off to another more stable, higher paying job. Those are going to be working in a fire department. It may be working in a hospital now as a medic or a nurse. It may be moving on from the job as a street medic to working in the administration of that company. Whatever it is, once you've gotten the medic seasoned enough to do his job adequately in the field and have real experience under their belt, they're going to move on to another position. And they won't be out there any longer. Which means the medic that you get when you're having the heart attack or your son has when he or she has a seizure will be the new medic forever. There is no room and there is no available monetary incentive for anyone with worth their salt to stay in the profession where they're being underpaid, underfed, and overworked. They will move on to bigger and better opportunity in perpetuity. There's that word again. And, and that will just be the way it works until either the ambulance company becomes uh, city-run or county-run, and there's a little bit more revenue that's going to be uh, assured to them because of taxes and, and so forth. Uh, or ambulance, private ambulance companies get their act together and start paying their lifesavers what they're worth. So it's a sad state of affairs. You have to understand, because of the working conditions that are being offered to the medics, the good ones will move on, and you will always have the lowest common denominator medic. 
It's an unfortunate state of affairs, and that's the way it is, and it's the way it's going to be. So if that's being, that being said, make sure that you appreciate them. Uh, make sure that you take some first aid classes and you get yourself boned up and you're doing what you can should it be your or your family or your friend's emergency. Because we can't always count on the experienced professional showing up on that call. All right, that was it. I know, and it's a bit bleak, but it's, it's really the truth. And, and I hope that you understand that's the facts, Jack. Um, okay, moving on. Oh, man, already 20 minutes. So uh, it is the end of the year coming up here. We got a couple more podcasts to go. The next one coming up will be gifts to give to the firefighter, EMT, uh, or medic, nurse, and police officer. This is a family uh, traditional one we do with my parents and my brother. And maybe I'll get my sister in there just because I hate discluding her because uh, she's not necessarily in the medical profession. Uh, but I miss her and I love her. We had a great Thanksgiving with her uh, yesterday. And I just feel like everybody should be invited for the holiday season. By the way, it's my birthday on Christmas. And uh, I just like it when everybody's together. I love it. And I want to make sure that she feels included. So the next one coming up will be about that. Five gifts to give the medic in the family or friend. Five gifts to give to the firefighter. Five gifts to give to the nurse. My mom falls into that. And five uh, gifts to give to the police officers, my brother. So uh, please listen. Stay tuned for that. There's some great ideas there about you know, ranging from the cheapest to the most expensive and we'll and we'll go from there. That that's coming up at the end of the year. I got to say, this is the anniversary of the podcast. It started in November of 2012. It means it's six years old. Where did the time go? I have no idea. I love doing this. Like you can, I hope tell that I, I appreciate everyone listening up and appreciate being able to speak my mind about things. And, and have somebody say, I, I found it informative. And, uh, oh, yeah, bring this guy on. I want to talk to them. And, oh, yeah, I feel that way about that, too. I think that is BS. So I love it. It's great. And this is one of my big um, passion projects. If I could get paid to do this, hot damn, it would be great. Um, but I, I, I don't necessarily need to as long as I got somebody that thinks it's interesting and as long as I get to speak my mind in a sane, rational convincing way um, and have my mind changed and, and, and look at things from different uh, ways and all along meet interesting people that's pay enough, I love doing it so it's been six years We're, I'll get, let's get another six years down I plan to do this to the day that I die um, and it's also been two years speaking of die two years from uh, my surgery for cancer, from cancer uh, that was in uh, November of 2016, the, the third. So I've uh, I've made it a couple more years, death, um, and I don't take anything for granted. I'm really happy that I make it, and I do, do my damnedest to to appreciate every single day. And I want to get out some kind of some kind of literature regarding the firefighter or the caregiver that finds themselves in the kind of situation that I did where the caregiver becomes the one that needs care and what kind of change and upheaval and reversal 
it is to be on the other side of medicine. I think it would be really necessary for firefighters and, and um, caregivers to know this side of the story if they should find themselves in a similar predicament. So I did a lot of writing then. I'm still trying to distill it down in an interesting manner that I think would, would sell to the people out there that go through this. It is a very personal, private struggle in many ways. And I don't want to make this about me and say how, you know, how I handled this and did this because people aren't going to handle it nearly the same way that I did. There, everyone has a million different ways to react to things and everybody has many things at stake that maybe I didn't have in, at stake. And maybe I had some other things that I had to deal with that they don't have to. So what is the essence of perseverance? What did I do that I think was great uh, and I think was helpful or proactive and what did I not do which I think would have been proactive those are all things that I'm now looking through my my papers and seeing what I think would be interesting to you and if I could make maybe a little booklet that I could give to fire departments um, maybe sell online just so it's just enough to jog your head and think clearly and think um, positively through it, but not something that you got to st stop your mind and read through it and eventually go, this does none of this matters to me. You know, no, this doesn't, this doesn't ring true for me. So I, I don't want it to be me spouting. It's got to be something truly necessary for you to hear and uh, something that is positive and beneficial for your ears and mind. If you're interested in that, please let me know because I will. I, I will like to. Uh, I'd love to get that out to people and see what they what they think about that. Um, so, and see what you what you could do with it. How I could get it out to people and um, hopefully help us all. Um, along those lines, the Cancer Foundation is ratified. We got it going. The found fundraiser came in August. And we made enough money to ratify the company. First line of order is to set a number of, of short films together to talk about cancer and firefighting. 60% of us and more contract cancer in our lifetimes working as firefighters. That number is astronomically high, and it has to stop. And the foundation is geared towards cancer prevention as you know, a gross decon on the scene of a fire, back to the to the station, and how you would decon yourself in the in the shower. What kind of chemicals you should be using and not using to clean yourself? Um, procedures and diets and sh all the stuff that we have kind of fallen into haphazardly and found that this one works, this one doesn't. We need to have a database for that. And San Francisco Fire has done an excellent job getting together a foundation that addresses all of these things and I'm I'm trying to follow um, close by their blueprint and get something that is as effective for San Jose but really for everyone for, for the entire um, profession in firefighting and life-saving skills because it's not just us it's those who are exposed to carcinogens through the course of their their profession and it, and it, the story and and the, the techniques that we use are a direct result of either contracting or preventing 
cancer. So that is underway. We, we had a fundraiser in August, and I really would like to get together some kind of fundraiser for December. Uh, at least go in and um, uh, I, I think what, what I'd like to do is be able to go to some of the cancer departments in, in hospitals, or at least one, like the, the children's wing, and, and donate some presents and just talk to the kids on Christmas. I, I, it breaks my heart to think that there's children dealing with that on Christmas and families that have to spend their Christmas day um, in, a, in a hospital room. It's just, it's gut-wrenching. And when, I, when that popped into my head, I went, it, it, it crushed me. And then I thought, on the wings of that, I, I have to. I have to do that. It's what we're here for. It's why I was given a little bit more. I was given a lot more time, at least, you know. And, um, and so that's going to be coming up in, in December. But I plan on doing at least every year some kind of fun fundraiser to get some money together, to have some fun with the family, with your families and with the fire family, and uh, raise a little money towards saving the savers, you know, <laughs> towards saving the life of the lifesavers. So uh, more of, of that to come in the following year. And, and that's really, that's what we're dealing with coming up here. So if you've got any questions about it, just send it my way, please. I'd love to hear from you. I, I, I tell you to tell your friends and your family and other coworkers that you know about, um, about the podcast, traumedypodcast.com. It's on Stitcher Radio. We got it at www.traumedypodcast.com, T-A-T-R-A-U-M-E-D-Y podcast. And again, uh, we'll get that damn crap going on. I'm trying not to swear. How's it working so far? Uh, And then get it back on iTunes. There's another glitch there that I've just been tinkering with, and it's damn near impossible for me to contact somebody at iTunes IT. But it will happen. Mark my words. It will be done. I shall conquer. If you have any other questions about this, again, U-N-I-T-E-T at Hotmail.com. Put down something about 2019, ideas for 2019, and I will, I will incorporate them. I'll write back to you. I miss you. I want to hear from you. I hope you're having a great holiday season. As of today, Black Friday, it's all happening. Presents abound. People starting feeling festive. You're going to hear sleigh bells. You're going to be hearing old Bing sing about the, the the holiday, and it's really it's my favorite time. It's I don't know. You can't nail it down, but it, damn, it's so fun. I love the feeling of it. Um, and just hanging out and listening to Christmas music. Come on, it's one time in life where everybody kind of agrees we need to get together and, and share what we think is important. And I hope you have somebody that you can spend that time with. I do. And I'm very, very lucky. And I hope you are too. And if you need somebody, hey, U-N-I-T-E-T at Hotmail.com. I'll say howdy duty to you and, and help you out in any way I can. All right. At this point, I'm going to hang it up because I'm just blathering. But I love you and I will get to you by the next week with the holiday uh, podcast with the gifts and everything else. All right. So remember, if you got it, then use it. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.